You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Janovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Today, I wanted to discuss the power and grace of being able to say no. No when you mean it, and not say yes when you don't mean it. This ability to say no when it doesn't fit you, it doesn't work for you, doesn't work for your schedule, is a superpower. And it's one that I suggest if you don't have it in place that you do put in place, you actually practice it and begin setting this boundary. And you can say no with no explanation. You see, many years ago, I used to think that every no required an explanation. And so if I just didn't want to do it and I didn't have a good reason not to do it, not to participate, I would say yes. And then I would regret it. I would bemoan the fact, why did I agree to do that? Why did I agree to show up? I, I basically set it up that it was an obligation or a duty. I wasn't really doing it because I wanted to do it. I was doing it because that's what a good friend does. That's what a good lover does. Or, you know, just someone that is responsible. Because if I was to say no, and I didn't have a good reason, oh my God, that would make me a not so nice person. And I wanted that validation from you. I wanted the validation from the marketplace out there. I wanted other people to see the value that I had within me and say, yes, thanks for showing up. You're great. But while I seemed very agreeable and I was showing up, little did they know, little did my friends know, little did my lovers know that I was silently resentful, resentful of them, resentful of me for not being able to put my foot down and say, no, I really don't feel like doing that. Other ways it would show up is that I would show up to work when I was sick, when I was certainly should have stayed home or could have stayed home, but I didn't want to go to the doctor and they asked for a doctor's excuse. It wasn't until I said I was sick, I don't feel well, I'm not going to the doctor. And when they said, you need to go to the doctor, you need a medical excuse. I said, no, I don't. I'm not coming in. I'm sick. I knew it was just a cold. I knew it was just something temporary. And I was not going to spend money. I was not going to spend hours waiting for the doctor to see me for 10 minutes. And so I said no. And they said, okay. But how many days had I gone in? How many days had I acquiesced because I didn't want to say no? I didn't want to have that conversation. And so I would show up to work when it was definitely not in my best interest and definitely not in the interest of the people I was around. Now, there are a few reasons why we've been trained to say yes, why we've been trained to be a good boy and girl. One of those is in school. You're taught to stay in line. You're taught to follow instructions. You're, you're taught to do the work and turn it in on time. And in school, there were many assignments that were given to us that had no relevance, no real value 
to our life. They were essentially busy work. And then I don't know about you, but I was the oldest of five. And so it would upset the program for my parents if I was in dissent, if I said no, if I didn't want to go with the, the system. And they would get upset because it would cause them more work. And I can remember for my mother, who had four boys within five years, corralling those animals can be a lot of work. And so when one doesn't want to go along with the system, the system just doesn't work. It essentially (laughs) results in chaos, which when you're a kid, you can handle the chaos. But when you're a parent, chaos is the last thing that you want on your plate. And so we're trained to be acceptable, to to fit in, that we say yes, we are agreeable. Another reason that's very closely aligned with this first one is the idea that we gain acceptance. We gain the approval of the people that we love, the big people that we want the approval from. When we are agreeable, they put the stamp or the gold star on our forehead, you're a good boy or girl. And it doesn't take a genius to figure out that it's easier to go along with the program than to fight it, to fight the system. The other reason people say yes when they want to say no is that they've been taught to override their intuition, override their feelings. Because like it was for me, I didn't have a good reason to say no. I didn't have a logical reason, a rational reason to say no. I just didn't feel right doing it. But how many times earlier in life did I override that? How many times did I agree when it really wasn't a hell yes for me? It was a kind of like, I, okay. Well, that's the way I felt on the inside. But on the outside, I said, sure, sure, I'll show up. And as I've alluded, at the core of it is that wanting to be validated by somebody else's approval to maintain their goodwill, their good esteem towards us. But I don't want to mislead you and tell you that I had this handled early on in life because I was still a manager at FedEx working 65, 70 hours a week because I could not say no. Well, I could say no in certain circumstances, but there are other circumstances where I had trouble saying no because I felt as if it would undermine my position, undermine my my good reputation. But the consequence of that is I silently resented the position. I silently was tired, so tired. I didn't realize how tired I was because I wasn't tuning in. Because if I tuned in, then I would have to say no. And so I just said, I can handle it. I can do it. I can step up to the plate. But once I left FedEx, I slept an inordinate amount of time over three months. Not only did I sleep the the 8 to 10 hours during the night, but I would take long naps during the day. And I was consistently tired. I didn't have anything to do, really. I didn't have any other commitments. So whatever was keeping me going gave in. And I took a long rest. But I know others of you are currently in the trenches, currently in your life, saying yes when you want to say no. And you feel tired, you feel overwhelmed, you feel overextended. And so I guess the purpose of this message is that I'm giving you permission to say no. Put yourself first. That's another thing. We're, we're taught not to be selfish. Don't do that. You're, that's selfish. Being selfish is not nice. Well, I've learned over the years that there's a lot of virtue, a lot of power 
in being selfish, in putting yourself first, in taking care of your own needs first before others. Now, if you're a parent, you know that you have to put your needs and wants aside most of the time. But you still need to be selfish in the fact that you need to recharge your batteries. There are times when you need to say no. You don't have to continually put your children in these after-school extracurricular activities within the idea that they're going to have a full life. And you're not going to be a bad mom or a bad dad. And so you have permission to say no to your children again and again. Because frankly, one thing I've learned also over the years is that there is no shortage of opportunities for engagement out in the world. And there is also no lost opportunities. Now, a lot of people will tell you that they missed out on an opportunity. Well, you missed out on that opportunity. But there's another opportunity that comes along again and again. When it doesn't work for you, and you'll know intuitively, if it doesn't work for you, it's not right. You're not in alignment. And how often have you agreed? How often have you put in the effort? Because you don't want to miss out, and it feels like a struggle. It feels like a lot of effort. You have to put a lot of energy into it. If you are aligned, if you had said yes when it felt like a yes, then it would work out really easy. And so tuning into your no, tuning into the ability to say no when you mean no, really enhances your intuition as well. See, we've been taught over the years to ignore that inner feeling, to ignore your heart. And early on in life, I was told not to pay attention to my heart, not to allow my heart to overrule my mind. But I have adopted a completely different philosophy. I will never allow circumstances to overrule my heart. My heart is genius. My heart has never led me astray. Where my mind and my ego have definitely led me down detours and side roads that I did not need to go down. My heart, my truly, my intuitive guidance, my heart at the core of my being, it has never let me down. But I can do that because I've given myself permission to operate my life from inner signals, be inner directed, and no longer seek that external validation. You see, at the end of the day, you are the only one you're with 24 7, 365. You are your own best friend. You need to stand up for yourself. And if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Now, I get that that sounds really firm. But sometimes, you know, there are requests made and you're not quite sure how you feel. Well, you don't have necessarily have to decide in that second. You can ask for a little time to think it over and I'll get back with you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a hell yes, like an unqualified yes. No, absolutely positively. Yes, it can be yes, a considered yes, as long as you can say yes in the knowing that you're not going to regret saying yes. If there's an inkling, if there's a feeling that I may regret saying yes to this, then it's a no. But if you say yes and then later regret it, use that as information. Use that feeling that you had when you say yes or said yes as a clue on how to handle it next time. Because as I was putting this into practice, being able to say no with no explanation, no need to explain myself. Once I began practicing, I still said yes 
when I wanted to say no, but I was more aware of it. I was profoundly aware of it. Oh, I wish I hadn't said yes to that. Well, next time I'm in that situation, I will say no. And if you want to dive a little deeper on this, you can go to yesdaniel.com and follow the training, The Secret to a Fulfilling Relationship. We talk about secrets inside that training that you can put into practice on standing your ground. And one of the gifts at the end of the training is is, uh, something that Meg Lamb put together, 19 Ways to Say No. And there are many more ways than that. But a lot of people say yes because they don't necessarily know how to say no gracefully. And this is something I need to touch upon before I let you go around this. And it's something that has bothered me a great deal over the years. And that is the number of young women and girls that have been pressured into sex because they were unwilling to be the bad person, to say no. I've heard explanations that to say no would be rude. Are you serious? If it isn't a hell yes, then it is a no, especially in this department. And it can be a no that is too soon or you're not ready. You don't necessarily have to give a reason. A no is a complete sentence. But if you think the likelihood is possible down the road, you can say now is not right. It just doesn't feel right to me yet. I need more time. I'd like to get to know you better. Or if you definitely know that you'll probably never have or never want to have physical relations with this person, then you can say, no, I'm not feeling it. And guys, if you're listening, if you're single and you're out there and you hear a no, then you honor it. And not just if you're single, if you're married too and you hear the no, you honor it. A no is a complete sentence. And in saying that, I want you to honor other people's no's. When they say it doesn't work for them, don't even make them explain it. Say, okay. So what's the benefit of saying no when you mean no? Well, it's freedom. You have personal freedom. You get to choose. And you also lend authenticity to your decisions. When you say yes, it's a definite yes. People know that you're committed. It's not half-assed. And that's why in the past when I've talked about commitment... When you commit, it's because you get the long-term value of staying the course. And there are going to be bumps in the roads. There are going to be circumstances you don't necessarily like. But when you commit, you commit 100%. You're all in. And that has integrity. Well, until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be interdirected and say no when you mean it as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 